0: Sealing God's people with your host, Dennis Beard. What of the night? Watchman, what of the night? The night cometh and also the morning. If he will return, return, come. Now, what of the night? We know that Jesus said, work while it's day, for the night cometh in which no man can work. And there's some various scriptures there on the night, that it's in this darkness of night that the man-child is born. We see Job cursing that time. And this is while Job uh, is being tempted, he's a man that is perfect in all of his ways, fears God and eschews evil, yet he said trouble came. And we are to consider Job as an example of long suffering of God, that he will always deliver the righteous out of temptation, who daily giveth all thy iniquities and healeth all thy diseases. Even though, Paul said, if I rejoice, I'll rejoice in my infirmities. When I'm weak there, am I strong? Notice that what Job said about the night when talking about uh, the time that he's born in Job 3. Now, he's come upon him. Uh, The east wind has touched him, the Sabaeans, and uh, the judgments and the trials of Job. And we find him stating some truths in the third chapter, and it's about the night. Notice that he gives us some insight there, and God will also speak this in the latter chapters of Job, the oldest book in the Word of God, and states, after this, Opened Job his mouth and cursed his day. And Job spake and said, Let the day perish when I was born and the night. Notice the night in which it was said, There is a man child conceived. That's in the night. I saw a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, the moon, and under her feet, upon her head a crown of twelve stars. What is happening? He's crying, travailing in pain to be delivered of a man child caught up to God and to his throne. The man child is not national Israel. It's not uh, Mary bringing forth Jesus. This is going to pass to the saints of the living God. As Jesus stated, this dragon, the old serpent, the scorpion, the devil, having seven heads, 10 horns ten crowns upon his head, went to devour the woman and the remnant of her seed. Who are they? That keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus. That's not national Israel. That is not Mary. That is the church in the last days where we will birth the Christ in us to the full measure of the statue of Jesus Christ unto perfection in a full perfect image of Jesus Christ, but we need to know when it is happening. It's in the night vision. It's the time that the man child is conceived that Job said is in the night. We also see then uh, the watchman, the ones mispa the watchtower. But many have been a snare upon Mispah. A snare upon the watchtower, a snare upon the trumpet ministry voice of Jesus. We find in Isaiah twenty one. We see the watchmen, and who are they? The burden of the desert of the sea, as whirlwinds in the south pass through, so it cometh from the desert, from a terrible wind. We're going to see this is a wilderness wind. It's a terrible wind. It's an east wind, a dry wind, not to fan nor to purge. And it is uh, the wind that stays as north wind and the south wind and the day of the east wind, which will cause culs- in the day of the Lord. It will end finay, the day of the Lord and the final judgment of God. But before then, we are told to watch. Watch and pray that we enter not into temptation. We're also told here in Isaiah that by he said at this time a grievous vision is declared unto me the treacherous dealer dealeth treacherously, and the spoiler spoileth. Go up, O Elam, besiege O media, all the sign thereof have I made to cease. Verse three. Isaiah 21, therefore are my loins filled with pain. Now, the loins, your loins are girt about with truth. Truth is Logos. The only weapon we have that is not defensive but offensive is taking the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, which is the Rama. That's the horse of the chariot. The chariot is the truth that we have, but the chariot alone without faith in action, doing the will of God, will remain dormant, stagnant. So we are to keep stirred up, stir up ourselves, and always be willing to give an account for the, the testimony that is within us. We see here, therefore on my loins filled with pain. Pains have taken hold upon me, as the pangs of a woman that have travailed, travails in pain to be delivered of a man, child, the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ in and through the body of Christ, the church. Well, what is the message there? Well, the night's coming. The night is coming that Jesus warned about. It's a time of a balancing of the clouds. If you're a partaker of the sufferings of Jesus, you'll also be a partaker of the consolation. That is pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Isaiah said, I was bowed down at the hearing of it, I was dismayed at the seeing of it. Well, this is, it has surprised the hypocrite. Isaiah 28 tells us it's judgment laid to the lion, righteousness to the plummet. This is God's work His strange work, bringing to pass his act His strange act. But God has placed the spirit of the world in our hearts that we would not consider or know the work of God from the beginning to the ending. We must divest ourselves of the world. The world will block this great voice of God for us to prepare for this last day work of the ministry that spirit of the world in our hearts will block us from knowing the work of God this strange work that he's going to do this strange act that he will lay judgment to the line, righteousness to the plummet it has surprised the hypocrite they went to church thinking that they were saved once saved, always saved. They thought it was one verse, Charlie. They simply said uh, a verse, asked Jesus to come into their heart, and they're saved. Or, in a Pentecostal realm, uh, they repented and were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and got the gift of the Holy Ghost, received it, but did not go on any further. Did not grow up in Him in all things in all truth, and therefore will not make it in that time of the night, the night visions. The four winds strove upon the great sea. And before they were to hurt the earth, the sea and the trees, it was saying to seal the servants of our God in their forehead. Without the sealing, no one will be able to stand. It's the final growth of the church. As we see here in Isaiah's account, he said, My heart panted. Fearfulness affrighted me. The night, he's referring to that night. Well, there's a midnight cry going out. Very few are listening. The ones that are coming together. They're seeking out those that are in the truth that know, as Issachar, the signs of the time and what Israel should do, the church should do in these times. That's the reason that the body of Christ must be assembling together and not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. We should reach out to one another that have the truth, understanding the night. It is a time of trouble, a time of darkness, a time of gloominess, a time of uh, birth pangs, a time there that whenever this uh, beginning of sorrows, birth pangs, it's going to be uh, kingdom against kingdom, nation against nation, wars, rumors of war, earthquakes in divers places, famine, pestilences, plagues. All these are the beginning of sorrows, birth pangs. Not the end of the world, it's not the rapture. It's the beginning of the birth pains for the church to come forth in the fullness and measure of Jesus Christ. We have to understand that the ones that do have the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus, are reaching out one toward another, binding together in one, which will be fitly framed together by the Lord, compacted together through every measure of the every part the measure of faith of whichever joint supplies for the edifying of itself in love the body of christ coming together there some seek it their own and will try to acquire these things and obtain the, the faith on their own not through the body of christ through faith and the edifying of itself in love this will be a grand mistake We find that Isaiah, talking about preparing the table, the table of the Lord, the ministry, the table of the shoe bread, the table lifts up the shoe bread. It's the ministry. Prepare the table, which we have to watch. It's there in that watchtower of Mizpah. Watch and pray. Pray without ceasing. Seeking the Lord, our God, with all of our heart, preparing the meat the Lord our God, in knowing the present truth of the word, walking in the light as Jesus is in the light, revealing the proceeding word of God in present truth. It is only then that we have fellowship one with another, blood flow from uh, every individual part through that measure of faith given to each one of us. That Through that supply of the Spirit allows the body of Christ when we come together in one for the edifying, the building up of it all together in the unity of the faith to that measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, the edifying of itself in love. We have to have that church. We have to have that fellowship. We have to have that blood fold. Fellowship one to another, and then the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. The night is upon us. We're seeing more and more of calling good evil and evil, good, uh, more atheist agnostic stating that, uh, it is all man is a head of his own destiny. And as we see this various things that are happening in the land today, not only in one nation, but globally internationally, throughout the whole world, we know that it's the last of the last days. Prepare you the table that ministry, Watch in the watchtower. You have to be in that watchtower to watch. You have to turn and look. Setting our affections on those things which are above, not on the things beneath. Not satisfied that we have one verse uh, where we state that we're saved. Yes, they're newborn babies. They desire the sincere milk of the word. They may grow thereby, but we must grow we must grow up in him and all things and all truth very few have heard that message therefore god will do a work bringing to pass his work his strange work bringing to pass his act his strange act this overflowing scourge has surprised the hypocrite and it has really revealed the hiding place all that god is doing in judgment to the lion As all God's ways are perfect, all God's ways are judgment. It is not to destroy mankind, but to reveal who he is, God Almighty, Jesus Christ, the true and only Lord God, no Trinity, no Tunis, no binary, and no oneness doctrine will make it, only a Jesus-only doctrine, and the doctrine of Christ, abiding in that doctrine that will have God. That doctrine of Christ that he is God in all offices and all functions of the spirit. There's not another. Jesus Christ is that blessed and only potentate. The omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent God, Jesus, the man in the days of his flesh and his humiliation was a man. Made under the law to redeem us under the law. But then after he took that ordinances of the law and nailed it to his cross, he broke down. The middle wall of partition that parted God from man making peace and one new man, Jesus, the man is now made a quickening spirit. Now for the work of the ministry, we're coming to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man into a perfect mirror image of Jesus in all truth. That's what is happening here through sorrows, birth pain, and it's in the night. It's not on a mountaintop. It's in the valley of decision. We find here. <clears throat> For thus hath the Lord said unto me. Here, there, there's the voice of the Lord. Go, set a watchman. Let him declare what he sees. What does he see? And he saw a chariot. Now the chariot or the cherubim which God uh, abides between the cherubim and he flies upon the chariot. That is the sealing, the word of God that we have in truth, the knowledges of God, the crystal sea, the knowledges of God that are transparent gold, not a spot, nor a blemish in it. When we go up as Elijah went up, the deep calleth unto the deep And God answers it by the water spouts, a whirlwind of truth, a whirlwind of the waters of truth. That's a chariot. That is the reason why when Elijah went up, Elisha, asking for a double portion, said, my father, my father, not my little baby, not little children, not young men. They had grown up into Jesus and all things. Fully grown into the preceding word in present truth, my father, my father. Watch what he says. The chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. There, Isaiah is pointing to the night, a time of trouble, a time of sorrows, a time of birth pains. The false church, mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of all this, the abominations of the earth, the false, false church says, "I set a queen." I am no widow, I will see no sorrow, no birth pangs. Don't tell me about a night. Because maybe they have believed in a pre-tribulation rapture. They think they're out of here before then. Desomelling the word of God in totality in the work of the ministry. Or they're saying uh, that for one reason or another, that God will take them apart and they will not go through it. They will not have these birth pains. They will not form Jesus in them to the measure of the stature, of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man. Mystery Babylon says, I'm already there. I said a queen. I'm married to Jesus. I am no widow. And I will see no sorrow, no birth pains. I will see no night, no night visions for me, she is uh, delusional in the denial of the work of God and the work of the ministry. It's a sad day. Going to church, and even though starting out as a newborn baby, desiring that sincere miracle the word they might grow thereby, and even going to little children that they have known the Father but not going on to the bones to measure the stature of Jesus and doing his will, working out our own salvation with fear and troubling for it's God that worketh in us both the will and the do of his good pleasure. And because of that, they failed. They were snared with that truth that we must grow up into Jesus in all things. All truth and faith is the substance of those things. Hope for the evidence of those things not seen nor I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither entered in the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love him. But it is revealed by the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, all truth. All things, all truth. Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. True. We're not in ankle deep water. We realize that present truth. We're going on far, far deeper into the truth, for the deep calleth to the deep and answers by the waterspouts of truth in the whirlwind. That's the reason God is going to speak to Job out of the whirlwind. That's the reason Elijah is going to go up by a whirlwind. That's the reason why we, the body of Christ, will be caught up to God and to his throne in the time of great sorrow, great travail. We see the famine, peasant sword, noise and beast. All these are the beginning of the birth pangs. Well, Isaiah sees it, and he's warning us. He says, I see a chariot. I see a chariot with a couple of horsemen. A chariot, a couple of horsemen, it's the same a chariot of asses, that's a badge of a priest, the badge of uh, a king, and a chariot of camels to bridge over. And he's hearkened diligently with much heed. Now we know that these are battle chariots. We know that this is the battle. Is faith. Paul said, uh, the time of my departure is at hand. I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. We have to endure hardship as a good soldier, realizing a soldier of the cross. Not only a call to believe on Jesus, but also to suffer with him. The chariots there, we realize that the chariot is what must go up in a whirlwind. My father, my father, the chariot of Israel, the horseman There it's a chariot, horseman. A chariot of, uh, as he said here, asses. That's a badge of a king. The badge of a priest, as your king priesthood. That's exactly what it is. Seeing it go up. And uh, a chariot of camels to bridge over, coming to what a camel to bridge over. Started in the former rain, bridges over the camel's hump. To the latter rain. It's the fullness of all. The former rain, latter rain, the last great run of his strength. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ in all truth that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of the Lord, both spirit, soul, and body. He said he cried. What did he cry? He it diligently with much heed. What did he cry? What is this chariot? What's a chariot of horsemen? the chariot of asses, the chariot of camels. It's a king priesthood. It's the whirlwind of the Lord. It's a catching up to God's throne. It's in the night, a time of adversity, a time of tribulation, persecution. And what did he cry? He cried a line. My Lord, I sit continually upon the watchtower in the daytime and I am set in my ward whole nights. He knows the word of God and what's coming. Watchman, watchman, what of the night? The night cometh and also the morning. If we follow him, to know the Lord is going forth as prepared as the morning. Well, what is that? He'll come to us as the rain, the former and the the latter rain. There's your chariot of horses. A chariot of a chariot of men. A chariot of asses. A chariot of camels. It's the king priesthood. It's so the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ in a perfect mirror image unto the image of Jesus Christ. We all with open face, not beholding in the glass, uh, a partial truth, seeing through a glass darkly. But now we all with open face behold into the glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the very same image. From glory to glory even as by the Spirit of the Lord to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ into all truth, not partial truth. And behold, here cometh a chariot, the chariot of men with a couple of horsemen. What is that? The body of Christ coming to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, the king priesthood that we see chariot of horsemen, chariot of asses, chariot of camels. And what is it? A chariot of men with a couple of horsemen. He answered and said, Babylon is fallen. This is what's going to break down the false church. She doesn't have a trumpet. The 60 cubits high, six cubits wide image of the beast that Nebuchadnezzar made and lifted up in the plains of Dura was that image that, had a herald of music that at what time you heard the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, that you would bow down and worship the image that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had set up. We will not worship that. We're not worshiping at the sound of a cornet. If notice how it will not have a trumpet in it. A trumpet is that trumpet voice of God. It's a clarion voice of God that will pierce the spirit of man, and it's a word of God that will always accomplish that where it is sent. It will never return back to God void. And that trumpet is a voice of the Lord talking with us now in the body of Christ. Come up hither. Go higher than Pentecost. Go to a higher season than Tabernacles. And I will show you things that will come to pass hereafter. The things of faith. That's what's being revealed here. There's a chariot. The chariot that Elijah went up in. The chariot that Isaiah is seeing. It's also the watchman that the same that we see in Ezekiel. The apocalyptic being 30 years of age. The priesthood, the son of Uzi. When we see here, what is it? He said Babylon's fallen and the graven images of her gods, a little G-O-D-S, he have broken unto the ground. You see, the true Christ ministry we're going to see was never a trinity, was never binary or tunis or not a oneness where the man is not God, but has God in him and standing on the right hand of God, where That Jesus, the man, is that spirit. He is that blessed and only potentate, 1 Timothy 6.15. That same Jesus whom you crucified, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made him both Lord and Christ, Acts 2.36. He is the spirit of God. That man, the last Adam, is made a quickening spirit. Not a spirit man, the spirit, 1 Corinthians 15.45. The Lord is that spirit, Second Corinthians three seventeen, And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's is liberty, the law of liberty. That perfect law of liberty is what we're looking at now. And uh, it's in the night that we're seeing it's coming up on the earth. There will be a time of persecution, a time of tribulation, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God. At that time, the body of Christ coming together will have its faith groweth exceedingly and the charity of everyone abounding one toward another. They will not be silent within their so-called denominational barriers. They will re- be reaching out one to another in the fitly framed body of Christ coming together in the unity of the faith, realizing that the denominations will try to stop that maintain control over their people rather than let the Holy ghost have its control. And therefore it won't be anything man made and man made organizations. It'll be the body of Christ and those that will do and hear the voice of God and walk out in faith. will be the ones that will be used as vessels meet for the master's use at that time they will proclaim the Lord Jesus as that spirit. They will proclaim the true God and eternal life, the doctrine of Christ. At this time, there will be a time of threshing. Oh, a time that the Lord God will bring down all the kingdoms of this world and make them the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. He'll do that through the body of Christ. God gave the word and great was the company that published it. The company that published it in Psalms is feminine. It is the body of Christ that will do it. As they said, Oh, my threshing and the corn of my floor, that which I have heard of the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, have I declared unto you. This is the true voice of God. He says, Watchman, This is what's declared the burden of Duma, that is of Ishmael. What is it? He calleth to me out of seer. Watchman, what of the night? Watchman, what of the night? What is this night visions? What is this midnight cry of the ten virgins? Five wise, five foolish. What is that midnight cry, that darkest hour, the night? Watch what he says. The watchman said, the morning cometh. That latter rain of the Holy Ghost is going forth as prepared as the morning. He will come to us, Perusia, as the rain, the former and the latter rain, the last great rain of his strength. When God shakes the nations, Then the desire of all nations will come. All the silver and gold is mine. I'll make the glory of the latter house greater than that of the former, the latter rain. We saw the former rain in Acts, the second chapter going on in the book of Acts. That will pale in comparison to the last great rain of his strength, the latter rain, that ask of the rain, ask of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So will the Lord make bright clouds, send forth showers, every one. Grass in the field. But it's a time of tribulation, and time of persecution. And that's the reason why. That in 2 Thessalonians, the first chapter, Paul states that this tribulation and persecution that you endure is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God. That you might be accounted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer. Somebody said, well, I didn't know we were supposed to suffer. Well, you're not only called to believe on Jesus, but also to suffer with him. And if you suffer with him, you will reign with him and be a joint heir, equal heir with Christ and inherit all things as the body of Christ overcomes. The watchman says uh, not only the morning cometh at latter-day reign of the Holy Ghost and also the night obscurity, if you will inquire, if you'll seek God, he says, uh, inquire you, seek me, return, come. The door's open. Come to me, all of you that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. But it's not just born again. It's not just going from babies to little children. It's not just staying there we we'll be to them that are at ease in Zion. We must grow up into him in all things and all truth. It's not just young men that the word of God is strong in. You've overcome the wicked one. You've got to go all the way to fathers. I write to you fathers because you've known him that's from the beginning. I have written unto you fathers because you've known him that's from the beginning. If you've never read the word of God, sought God and search out a book and read, not one of these things will fail then many of the things we're speaking here will be alien to you. It will mean absolutely nothing. But those that have an ear to hear what God is doing in present truth now will gather together as one in the Lord Jesus Christ. The body of Christ will come together. Denominations will not stop it. Nations won't stop it. Kings, czars, presidents won't stop it. It'll be the Lord God and his power, the Holy Ghost, that will do it. For his glory, for his honor, for his kingdom, for his dignity, for his glory. And no man will stop it. We find that return, come and let's return to the Lord, for he hath torn. He will heal us. He hath smitten. He will bind us up. It's a trumpet. Not a cornet, flute, harp, sack, bolt, dulcimer. that you read about the instruments to the beast, the false religion that cries peace, saying peace when there is no peace. uh, That's a call of veil. And that time, Jesus said himself, you think think that I come to send peace on earth, but rather a sword to send a man at variance, a father against his son, mother against the daughter, mother-in-law, against her daughter-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. The truth will, what is what will separate. You see, it starts with a white horse rider. The beasts are the ones preaching it. The living creatures, the body of Christ, that's at a higher glory than Pentecost, Tabernacleist, that are the Zoe of the lion, man, calf, and eagle. They say, come and see. And it was a white horse rider. And a crown, Stephanos, and a bow was given unto him, and a crown, a Stephanos, and that bow, a Toxon, is a fabric, ornamental bow, not of no arrow there. Bow given to the victor after he's won the war. After he's won the battle, and where's the Stephanos, a victor's crown. But it's given to us before the battle even starts. That's a white horse rider. Then it goes to a red. Well, still the living creatures, the ones that are counted worthy for the work of the ministry going up from not, not newborn babies, not little children, not young men, but fathers, they are preaching it, come and see, see a red horse rider and it was taking them to take peace from the earth. Well, when the word of God goes out immediately. There's conquest. And it's a variance between those that receive it and those don't. And it divides many times families. Then we go to that black horse rider. Come and see. The four beasts, each one of them, my man, Kevin Eagle, declaring, Come and see. Come, you've got to move. Can't stay where you're at and see. Revelation. What? a black horse rider with a pair of balances in his hand. That's what you see on a scale there in a courthouse. On there, it'll have the balances of right and wrong. Well, it says uh, a measure of wheat for a penny. That's Pentecost. Penny is a man's day, uh, wages for a day. And three measures of barley. What is that? That is the feast of Passover, feast of unleavened bread, and feast of first fruits. Death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. It's corn harvest. Corn harvest of wheat and barley. Three measures of barley for a penny, a measure of wheat for a penny. That's corn harvest. But then there is an not just a corn harvest, but a fruit harvest of oil and wine. But see that you hurt not the oil and the wine. That is why it's so critical that we, an essential, that we get the ceiling in Revelation seven because of that fruit harvest of oil and wine that we have on the walls of salvation. We have an engraving of an engraver. It's the cherubim, the chariot of God, the cherubim. Lion, man, calf, calf and eagle that we see in Ezekiel one, lion, man, ox and eagle. It means that we have come to the full measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. In Genesis three twenty four, God sat at the east end of the Garden of God, cherubim, capital C. Divinity, Jesus Christ in his four faces. And a flaming sword. Jesus is the word of God. And he has his four faces, live man, ox, and eagle. As we see in the four faces, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, the line of the tribe of Judah. Mark, perfect man. Luke, suffering servant, the ox and a gospel according to john the eagle but now we have this treasure in earth and vessels that they can see of the fire might be of God and not of ourselves if god's going forth is going the face of jesus christ but now he's given it to us to have this treasure in earth and vessels so the cherubim ezekiel 1 ezekiel 10 and revelation 4 and revelation 5 are the redeemed of the lord that are in the same coming out of the fire a brand plucked out of the fire a change of raiment from Pentecost to Tabernacles. The appearance of a man, Jesus ahead. We, the body of Christ. Lion, man, ox, and eagle, the four living creatures of four zoe, a Revelation four and Revelation five. those are the ones uh, that go forth, preaching the everlasting gospel in the work of the ministry to all the world for witness in all nations. And then the end will come. The night is upon us. We realize that. Ezekiel thirty-three says the same thing that Isaiah did in uh, the twenty-first chapter. Watchman, what of the night? What of the night? The morning cometh, and also the night. The night of obscurity, it's the night of persecutions and sorrows, birth pains. This is where our faith will groweth. Its- grow exceedingly. The charity of every one of us will abound one toward another, that we might be accounted worthy of the kingdom of God for which we suffer. That is, 1 Peter 4, 1, for as much then Christ has suffered for us in the flesh. Be therefore likewise minded. Have that same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. We count it a joy. Following in the diver's temptations, knowing that our faith, though it be tried as by fire, will come forth as pure gold. Ezekiel sees it there in Ezekiel 33. He sit there, son of man, as a watchman. What is he to do? He's the one blowing the trumpet. Not a cornet, flute, harp, sack, psaltery, or dulcimer. In Daniel uh, third chapter, verse 5, 10, and 15, of those six instruments of the beast the false religion of the world, false Jesuses, but air blowing the trumpet, the ministry voice of Jesus, preparing to meet the Lord, our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the only true God and eternal life and not another. And we see that what whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not warning. If the sword come and take him away, the blood shall be upon his own head. We are to blow that trumpet and warn the people. And that's what he said blow the trumpet, warn the people, lift up, spare or not, show my people their sin. He that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it's sin. What's that? The work of the ministry. Coming to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Jesus Christ. Come unto perfection, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of the Lord, both spirit, soul, and body. It's something there that we must press toward. To do. The night is coming upon the land. It is a time of darkness, time of persecution, and tribulation. That woman will be clothed with the sun and moon and under feet upon her head, a crown of 12 stars, which is a church, not national Israel. They try to annul the work of God. But the book of the revelation is written to the saints of the living God, the church. The seals are the signets. The sign of love, given to the people of God to be sealed through the word of God. They do everything they can to avert the work of the ministry. Maybe they're sincere, but sincerely wrong. A man can believe he's going eastward and headed to the eastern seaboard. He may think he's headed to Florida, in other words. And truth being, he's going westward. But he believes he's going eastward. Just because I believe and I don't align with the truth, then if the the belief is false. When we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we hold his word as truth. That is the standard. Not what we hold to be truth in our mind. Emotion, imagination, and intellect. But the spirit of truth, the Holy Ghost, that will always speak of Jesus. He'll always speak of the word of God. The Holy Ghost is Jesus. But there's different offices. The Holy Ghost, the spirit of God, the spirit of truth will always speak of me. Jesus said the word. So, The spirit of truth will always speak the word. It's one of the same office. It's one of the same spirit. The truth is the word. The word is the truth. It's one and the same. It's not something uh, that we can add to or take away from. And the time is now. We're finding that more and more men and evil seducers waxing worse and worse in the earth. There's a time there that the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter days, some shall depart from the faith. They were in it, but they departed from it. Why? given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devil and with a conscious several hot arm, forbidding Mary of saying for meets which God has sanctified by the word of God in prayer, their heady, high-minded truth breakers, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away, not going on to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ being at ease in Zion thinking they've got it made. Who is blind as my servant that I sent. We have to understand we must go into perfection. We have to understand there's a night In the night when the set of man child is birth, The man child, the last day work of the ministry is birthed during a time of great tribulation. It's in the night and in the night, the night will come, but also the morning, the morning is uh, where Jesus, is going forth as prepared as that morning. He will come to us as the rain, the former and the latter. We're coming into the latter rain. Somebody said, well, I just, oh, hope I get there. No, we have to find out. Each individual measure of every part to the measure of faith. Each individual member of in the body of Christ doing the will of God. And then the Lord will move on each individual member and fitly frame the body of Christ together, not denominations not through local churches, but through the Spirit of God making one church the body of Christ. That will be fluid in the Holy Ghost. Word of God, the waters of truth literally taking the whole world. And then the Lord will come. The time is now. the night is coming up on us and that's where we have the ten virgins, all are virgins They're born again. The only difference is that five wise virgins take oil for the lamp. The oil is the truth of the word of God. The Holy Ghost is the fire that lights it. The five foolish virgins didn't have enough oil. They had some oil, not enough oil to enter in. You got to go all the way in all truth. And of course, behold, the bridegroom coming. The cries in the land now, behold, the bridegroom coming. Blow the trumpet and Zion, sound an alarm of my holy mountain. Alas, alas for the day, the day of the Lord cometh as the destruction from the Almighty. A day of darkness, a day of gloominess, a day of gross darkness upon the people. Well, we see the day of the Lord is coming. But before then, there is this last day work of the ministry, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom, bringing priests into all the world for a witness in all nations, and then the end will come. And that's what we're called for now. It'll happen, the man child, when Jesus in the fullness of Jesus Christ in the last day, the latter reign of the Holy Ghost and the power of God, the kingdom of God will go forth at a time of darkness, a time of darkness, uh, is a time of tribulation, a time of great persecution, just as it was in the former reign. So will it be in the latter reign? You'll see it in the book of Acts, this eighth chapter. The abode of Jerusalem, only the apostles, all the saints of God were scattered abroad whenever we're preaching, teaching the kingdom of God. Well, we find in Daniel 12, after God has accomplished to scatter of the power of the holy people, that's not national Israel, that's the church of the living God and the gospel being preached to all the world for a witness in all nations, then the end will come. That's the latter rain. They will do exactly what the Lord said in the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy of doing the words of the book of this prophecy in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Well, if this has more witness with your spirit, God is bringing his body together. We love to hear from you. You will see our contact information on the screen. You can write, call, drop us a line, anything. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to work with you. God is putting uh, and placing his body together now, which every joint, bone to bone, and it's when we join together, the joint, every joint supplies to the edifying of itself in love. Not money, it's not through the cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches. It is through the joining of the body of Christ in truth, seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these other things will be added to us. We must come together in the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, in a full measure of Jesus, in a full image of Jesus Christ. That He's doing now. We're not seeing through a glass darkly. We're not in partial truth. Not in knowledge in part but all true, We all with open face, beholdings in the glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the very same image. To the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, from glory to glory, it is by the Spirit of the Lord. He's doing it. It's all in him, by him, through him, that the Lord will get glory, gathering all things together in one in Christ Jesus, which is a mystery of God's will from the foundation of the world. Well, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Bird saying, Behold the Real Jesus.